ocean All I know is the world looks beautiful The world looks so damn beautiful and I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day Hello. Hello, welcome to You Are Being Unreasonable, the podcast about people being unreasonable on mumsnet.com. With me, Hells. And me, Simon. How are you doing, Simon? I'm alright, I'm on strike at the moment. You strike, are on strike. Strike, strike, strike. I never get to go on strike, it's really rubbish. It's, you know, no one wants to go on strike. Like, I'm losing 14 days of pay, which isn't great, but I do get to lie in more often. You are also on strike because at least you've managed to find enough people who give a damn about having some rights, whereas I work in a sector where we don't. We haven't managed to form a critical mass of people who give a fuck, which is why we never get to strike. What if there were a mums netters union? A mums netters union? The mums netters come together and unionise the union of mums netters. Yeah, what would they take a, like, what would they go on strike from if they were to... Using Mumsnet. I'd show those big wigs at Mumsnet Towers. We won't use Mumsnet until every bathroom is free from the spectral penis. (laughs) Exactly. Am I being unreasonable to think that Pretty Patel doesn't sound very nice? Oh dear. That's the Home Secretary, right? It is. I'm guessing now. She doesn't sound very nice. Am I being unreasonable? All this be kind when I know they are not kind themselves. Hypocrites. Am I being unreasonable to have planned in minute detail? Nope, got to plan ahead. Got to plan every minute detail. And with that, one more speed round. Am I being unreasonable? Who would come to your funeral if you died? Let's see. I hope you, mm-hmm. front row centre. Yeah. Hopefully. Mum, you... dad, why my do brother, you... Elton, John. Why do you think your parents will outlive you? And why do you think Elton John will outlive you? <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot well, older than t- you. if it were tomorrow... No, but this just says, if you died, which apparently this person doesn't even believe is a certainty. Because I've stipulated in my wishes for the funeral that Elton John plays Candle in the Wind. And, what, is he going to turn me down? I'm Uh, dead. A letter of wishes is not legally binding. If you want it to be legally binding, you need to put it in the body of the will. That applies to getting Elton John to sing at the funeral and gifts to charity. So, should we do a proper thread? (laughs) Someone's clearly not on strike. (laughs) Never. (laughs) <laughs> Always be hustling, and by hustling I mean just fundraising for good causes. Am I being unreasonable to think if you want your own snacks in the house, you can buy them yourself? We have two very young DC. I plan and cook all meals, including doing the online food shop. I also work four days a week. DH works long hours from home five days a week. He's just stormed out of the kitchen because he never has any fucking food in this house after I told him not to eat the snacks I was about to give DC. Am I being unreasonable to think that at approaching 40, he can buy his own fucking snacks if he wants them? Am I now everyone's personal snack, bitch? And why would he think it's reasonable to eat food that's been bought for our one-year-old? One-year-old? One-year-old. I know it said very young DC, but now I'm just picturing this this man in the kitchen hovering over a little jar of baby food with it halfway to his mouth. And the, the OP comes in and says, no, no, that's for our one-year-old. Stop little, it. Stop it. The you little ca- bag of white chalky buttons. White chalky buttons are great for kids. And he's literally stealing candy from a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Am 
am I being unreasonable to think my husband is stealing candy from a baby? Yeah, literally. Don't eat those snacks. Those are for literal babies. Exactly. Those are literal baby snacks. Our little niece was eating this like weird blueberry flavoured wafer the other day and it was fascinating to look at because it's like a wafer that doesn't create any crumbs, perfect for babies. But we were saying like, oh, have you ever tried them? And... And her parents were like, no. (laughs) Yeah. No, we have not. (laughs) I was like, I asked a reasonable question. Have you ever tried a bit? Because I think I'd want to try it just out of curiosity. You would steal wafers from a baby. (laughs) I'm not stealing it. I bought it for the baby. I can't believe you think that our niece is your personal snack niece. (laughs) And everyone was just confused by the question, I think. Because, like, why would they? Yeah. It's not like dog food, it's human food. It is food human for humans, food. baby humans. Anyway, to come back to your crumbs point, despite these being no mess wafers, there was quite a bit of mess involved. She is a baby. Not as much mess as with other foods, I'll admit, but not no mess, which is what the product specified. So, do you think this woman's husband is just, like, messily eating a baby wafer all <laughs> yeah. over the desk in his home office? And she's like, no, I'm not buying you snacks, because you can't be trusted. These are supposed to be no mess. A baby could eat these, and yet you have got blueberry wafer crummies all in your keyboard. These are wafers for the babies, and you have to work from home five days a week. Long hours. Yeah. Get back Getting in your crummies. room. Get back in your office. No snacks. No snacks. I don't know. I mean... When you're at work, I don't furnish you with snacks. And when I'm at work, you don't furnish me with snacks because we work outside of the home. So you just get snacks when you're out and about if you decide that you want snacks, what with being an adult. Yeah, I mean, there'll be more snacks when I go back to work when the employers capitulate to our demand for snacks. Yeah. That's why we're on strike. We (laughs) want our own personal snack bitches to bring (laughs) us snacks. Oh, the Daily Mail will get hold of this and they'll have a picture of a sad Tory student who's like, I pay £9,000 a year and I haven't had any lectures because the the IT staff want snack bitches. I do want a snack bitch. (laughs) Sad face. Yeah, so thank you. This was a, a listener suggestion from Imogen. Thanks, Imogen. He said that the thing that she particularly liked about this was that it says, am I everyone's personal snack bitch? And that they like... a very good phrase. Personal snack bitch is a great phrase. And it is, in fact, this person's username. Yeah. So it's the classic question that we ask any time we mention the username. Was this always their username and the prophecy, as was foretold, has happened? Or have they changed their name because they're that incensed about the fact that their husband wants some snacks? Personal snack bitch can deliver me a little salami as a treat. No, I'm not your personal <laughs> snack bitch. <laughs> Angry typing, angry typing. What are you doing? Just changing my mum's username to reflect how angry I am about this. Oh, okay. Hmm. I mean, the husband should buy his own goddamn snacks. He's 40 years old. Yes. Just buy your own snacks, my dude. Yeah. Go out and get yourself a multi-pack of crisps and have them. Don't give them to your one-year-old. Yeah, too sharp for a little one-year-old. Too sharp, probably. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how babies work. I've been work. learning about baby-led weaning recently and... Maybe crisps are okay. Chips seem to be cool. Chips aren't sharp. Maybe crisps are okay, but importantly, he's not the baby's personal snack, bitch. The baby's got their own snacks. No, this needs to be husband-led weaning. <laughs> husband. Yeah. You need to go out and buy what you want with your own money and then wean yourself with it. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. You need to wean yourself out of the house and down to the shop. Yeah, get some celery, get some hummus. Snack. Nom, nom, nom. Wean some money out of your wallet and over to the cashier. <laughs> yeah. If babies can do baby lead weaning, then you, a husband, can definitely do it. Shall we hear from the thread? Yeah. Sorry, OP, I think you're being a little unreasonable here. 
I mean, if you think he's not doing enough towards the household in general, you should bring that up for sure. But if you're happy doing the cooking and meal planning and it generally works well, I'd find it weird to tell him he couldn't eat a snack from the cupboard. A snack is not a meal. Meal planning does not include snack planning. And I do imagine that these are specific snacks for small children. Like, it's one thing, if she has like her own personal stash of crisps and then he tries to eat some crisps and she kicks off, that's one thing. But if they are little baby wafers or, you know, those like weird fruit roll-ups, things that are clearly for children. (laughs) For babies. (laughs) Then I don't think that's weird. I think saying to your 40-year-old husband, hey, you know what's not hot? When you steal food from the baby. I think that's fine. Don't steal food from a literal baby. Someone else has said, just order some adult snacks when you do the online shop. It's not difficult. Ooh, adult snacks. What, like penis pasta? You know, that pasta that's shaped like cocks? Yeah, it's very sordid. Edible panties, that kind of thing. Yeah, just... Just eating them out the back. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting at his desk, gnawing on edible panties while he's on Skype calls. (laughs) And then someone else has said, why can't you buy snacks for him when you do the shopping? This is great. I buy my own snacks. I like to think. Yeah. Like, we have different snacks, really. So I buy my snacks and you buy your snacks. Yeah, we have very different tastes in snacks. But if you wanted some of my, let's say, McCoy's multi-pack, you'd be welcome to them. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you want a little bag of bits of dried pear, help yourself. Yeah. Go nuts. Am I being unreasonable? Flat Earth, what's your opinion? Just catching up on this morning's interview with the Flat Earther can't get my head around this debate but at the same time he makes some points that sound very realistic and he seems knowledgeable but i do believe our earth is round and not flat but very open to other people's views so just wondered what you think mum's netters sorry if there's been a thread like this before i believe our earth is round but i believe there's a parallel earth a mirror universe earth if you will just next door that is flat do you yeah that's the difference So in the Star Trek Mirror Universe, where they all have evil goatees, which is just next door, and it's where Bigfoot comes from. Right. We'll get onto that later. Will we? The Earth is flat, because it's opposite. The opposite of round is flat. Okay. But we're talking about our Earth here. Yeah, our Earth is round. Right. Let's not be silly. Okay. Why did this morning have a flat Earther on? (laughs) Christ knows. And why does this person frame it as a debate? Is it a debate? Is this a live debate? Well, this is what... Yeah, this is what it's coming to now. Oh, you don't have to give your kids vaccines because it's a debate. The science isn't in yet. Oh, we don't know if Australia burning is because of climate change. The science isn't in yet. No one can agree. Who's to say? We don't know if the earth is flat. Yeah, some nonsense both sidesism from dickheads who think you have to have a contrary opinion to everything. And then the way that this person goes back and forth. I can't get my head around his debate. So she's like, no. But at the same time, he makes some good points that sound very realistic. So she's like, yeah, but I believe our Earth is round and not flat. Okay, so she's back to the Earth is round. But very open to other people's views. You're too open to other people's views. Why are you so gullible? Yeah, this is nonsense. When I watch Star Trek The Next Generation and Lieutenant Commander Data is, is talking away and doing some explanation for a phenomenon, it sounds very realistic and he seems knowledgeable. But he's... An android in a made-up show. Yeah. This is nothing. Just because someone sounds smart doesn't mean they are. Look at Jordan Peterson. (sighs) He only eats beef, and now he's sick and in a coma. This person seems like the target market within the musical universe of every musical that has an out-of-town salesman come and do a patter song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like This person would be fooled by the person who came and sold that monorail to Springfield. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I would love to hear the patter song about the earth being flat. If anyone has any musical theatre talents, which I really wish I did because I've got so many great ideas for musicals, if anyone wants to collaborate with me, the earth is flat patter song is the one that I need. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. You just need to do a musical about all these shitty conspiracy theories. Yeah. Flat earthers, anti-vaxxers. That's not top of my list of musicals to make, though. Top of my list of musicals to make is, you know, Six, the Henry VIII ex-wives musical? Yes. And you know how men were upset that there were no men in that? Yeah. So I've got a job for seven men. It's seven, and it's the Liz Taylor ex-husband's musical. Yeah. Yeah, and I've thought a lot about this a lot. Like, it could be six, because one of them is the same person twice, but at different times in their life, and we need to create jobs for men, because they're very sad. I'll say. Very upset if people aren't actively creating jobs for them all of the time. All of the time. <laughs> so, that'll be first Where on my list. Where are the men going to go? They just... They, they, there's nothing for men to do. They're just hanging out, eating baby food, and no mess wafers. And creating patter songs about the flat earth. Because that's all you can do. Because you can't, you know, even talk to your secretary anymore. Exactly. If you express any opinions at all, then you get arrested and thrown in jail. So you've just got to keep shoveling food into your (laughs) mouth. Baby food, no less. Constantly just sucking on baby food so that you don't get caught out saying anything bad. Or going on this morning to talk about how the earth is flat, because that's the only safe thing left to talk about. Yeah, if Weinstein had had a mouthful of wafer... He wouldn't have been able to harass those women. I think he was quite handsy. Oh. Well, if he'd had wafers in both hands. Yeah. I mean, this is a bit dark, actually, but, like, enough time has passed. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. When I was a student, someone once tried to fill me up while they were eating a deep-fried burger, and it was a very unwanted turn of events, and it left a big, round, like, deep-fried burger mark on my back. Oh, greasy. Yeah. But the thing that that made him stop and respect that I didn't want to be touched was the fact that I said, you're eating a fucking burger. And he was like, oh yeah, I nearly forgot to eat my burger. And then he left me alone. If you hadn't been eating that burger, that could have got really nasty. Mm-hmm. This is why men need snacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, rather than being really inappropriate and harassing me, maybe you could get back to your burger. You've already ruined my dress. Thanks. Bye. Please. Oh. For just £3 a month, we can get a multi-pack of Whisper Golds for every man in the UK. I won't go very far, though. They can eat them and not harass women. Yeah. Things that men are allowed to do. Eat Whisper Golds and say that the earth is flat. Maybe (laughs) if you're going to have men playing devil's advocate, I'd rather men were playing devil's advocate by saying the earth is flat rather than, you know, eugenics. Doing a bit of cheeky eugenics. Well, this is where we're up to, isn't it? It is. (laughs) (laughs) At least the flat earthers aren't doing eugenics. Great. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Great. Wonderful. We're giving platforms to flat earthers because their views are weird, but not inherently offensive. Their takes are bad, but their takes are not racist. Maybe some flat earthers are racist. We don't know. Should we hear from the thread? Yeah. Why would we be flat in a universe of round planets? Oh, you naive mumsnetter. It's all an illusion. Exactly. They only appear round because circle, flat circles appear round... When you're looking at them, like the flat moon we've discussed before. Yeah, the flat moon. If you look at the moon, that looks like it's just... If I stick a load of coins on the wall, they will all appear round, but they're flat. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone will know... He sounded knowledgeable, (laughs) and it seemed to make sense what he was saying. (laughs) He'd stuck a load of coins to his wall at home. And it was a very effective demonstration. He had so many coins, he'd obviously had some success in life, which made him a reliable narrator. Two peas, five peas, even a five cent. Wow, he's well travelled. <laughs> <laughs> All over this flat earth of ours. 
he'd slid backwards and forwards just doing doing skiddies like uh, kids at school discos because the earth is flat so you can just skid right across the whole thing. Yep, yep. Get your tracky bottoms on, get a bit of a run up and then whoosh! Someone has said, what were the points that sounded realistic? Someone said, wasn't the flat earth thing started off as a debating topic by a bunch of student types? No one was meant to take it seriously, just put up a decent argument. Then the tinfoil hat's got a hold of it. I mean, I don't like it they say student types. You either mean students or you don't. <laughs> student types, independent researchers, <laughs> YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, like, am I being unreasonable to expect the UK's one million unemployed to get a job as a care worker? The number of people unemployed in the UK is just over 1 million, the lowest it's been since the early 1970s. However, we should still surely expect that figure to be even lower. From next year, it may be much harder for care providing organisations to recruit European migrants to fill their care worker vacancies. Surely it's reasonable to expect any UK resident who is unemployed, claiming job seekers allowance, and so far unable to get a job, to be required to get a job as a care worker. If they don't, they should be sanctioned and lose their state benefits. I'm not just talking about care work, I'm talking about all minimum wage and minimum wage plus jobs that have been relying on European migrants to fill. Why not? There'll always be maybe a few hundred thousands unemployed as people move from one job to another, etc. But why should there be a million unemployed people if there is a shortage of workers in any industry that does not require any great level of pre-entry qualifications? Just to go back to the Fred title. Am I being unreasonable to expect the UK's one million unemployed to get a job as a care worker? A job as a care worker. As if it's a job share between (laughs) one million people. I mean, care work is extremely demanding, so maybe a job share is a good shout, but not a million ways. So I'll do the 30 seconds from nine in the morning to 30 seconds past (laughs) nine, and then I'll be relieved by my colleague who will do the next 30 seconds. It's going to be difficult to get things done, but we'll we'll find a way, coordinate together, and we'll get it done. That sort of very basic mistake in the title really sums up the way things are about to go, doesn't it? I picked this one because you know how much I love it when a mum's net has got a scheme to fix the world, and they're like, I've got a rudimentary understanding of my own existence and nothing else, so here's my way to solve politics. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't think of this. Yeah, I mean, it's like the person who thought that families should get GP appointments that last 30 minutes so you can do everything. <laughs> Just even... a full checkup. Yeah. Full family checkup, family package. Or the person that thought that adults should get more votes if they have more children. Yes. And that they could then use those votes so if they thought their interests were represented by one party but their kids were represented by another, they could vote in two different ways because they were sociopaths who didn't take their kids' needs into account with their own vote. And this, this is up there. This is maybe worse. This might be the worst take. So any UK resident who is unemployed and claiming job seekers allowance and unable to get a job should get a job as a care worker. Yeah. Walk in with no skills, perhaps, with no experience of care work and just crack on. Yeah, these are just, yeah. Oh yeah, you want to you wanna do some caring for someone who, for whatever reason, needs a care worker? Oh, but you're a horrible person <laughs> who has been completely unemployable in any sector whatsoever. And you're a pathological liar and a thief and a bully and a brigand. 
well, why not become a care worker? Why I'm not, not saying that all of the people who are unemployed are those people. I'm not saying that at all. Like, that's absolutely not what I believe. What I'm saying, though, is you can't make every single person do it because some people will not be suitable for it. What if you're unemployed and you yourself need a care worker? Well, you better care for yourself. <laughs> Just care yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> do I get paid for that? Because sure. I don't get paid for caring for myself. I just manage. Oh. <laughs> I just get by, steal snacks from the cupboard. <laughs> so if you got a payment towards your care costs and then you did all your own care because you cared yourself up by your care straps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you could give yourself that payment and say, yes, you would get paid for it. It's an absolutely shocking take. Like, there's so little understanding of what care work requires, which is just horrible. Like, care work is so demanding, and it's it like must take real skill and patience. And this person's just reduced it to, oh, anyone who can't get a job should have to be a care worker, like some sort of national service. Oh, yeah. I like to think of myself as a fairly skilled worker, but I couldn't do care work. I wouldn't have the first idea how to do it. No, a friend of mine has been doing care work for the last, like, I don't know, 10 years. And I have so much respect for her because I would not have survived. Like, she is incredible. And the the skills and the personality and the... Oh, it takes so much. And for this person to just be like, oh, just a compulsory care work. Anyone okay, can do it. Okay, great. So the standard of care is just going to massively, massively slip under your system. Whatever. No. I like the fourth paragraph where it becomes apparent that they're actually using care work just as a, a way to refer to all minimum wage and minimum wage plus jobs. Surely all minimum wage and minimum wage plus jobs just means jobs. Yeah. Like a that's shop true. that's called the pound plus shop. It's not a pound shop. It's simply a shop. Yeah. And minimum wage and minimum wage plus jobs are simply all everything. jobs. Yeah. But so. all jobs that they're relying on European migrants to fill. Yeah. As if care work is full of European migrants, but... Like, also, you can't just use care work as a shorthand for all jobs. So disrespectful to care work and all other which jobs. Is a, yeah, which is a profession. <laughs> oh, my God. How dystopian is that as well? Like, great, so we pulled up the borders so no one can get in or out. And uh, we've got an ageing population, so you will all need care work, but your care work will be served by this conscripted army of care workers <laughs> who resent every moment of doing it. No! That is so dystopian. Like, I might write that as a short story. <laughs> also, right, the username of this person's got the word squire in it, which makes me wonder if, like, Dickens is back. <laughs> Dickens is back? Dickens is back and he's right. doing some character pre-work on Mumsnet. Like, what the heck? Can't wait for characters to just crop up again in an amazing coincidence that yeah. isn't really explained. <laughs> Well, the squire's got an idea, and the squire's idea is a shit show. I'm sorry, but if it was me who needed a carer, I would I would rather have the option of having a care worker available than not, for sure. But if that care worker was someone who really was entirely unsuitable and who hated every moment of being there, and who was being paid minimum wage for something that I think deserves so much more, it's so undervalued. Yeah. No! What if they want to be, say, a baker? Well, I mean, do we have lots of European bakers who are going to create vacancies when they all get turfed out or more likely leave because this place is a sinking ship? It's a bad take, Hells. Should we hear from this the This is thread? getting the bad take guarantee. Excellent, Squire. You'll be entrusting the care of your own nearest and dearest vulnerable people to this army of resentful conscripts, of course. Nope, that's what I thought. Because of their username, excellent squire, and then saying nearest and dearest, it's so, like, it's Dickens. That's it's a good response. Dickens all over, Dickens. And someone said, a lot of care work requires the ability to drive. 
Right. Yeah, that's that's the biggest stumbling block. Yeah, that rather than all of the other human character the, traits. Yeah. The fact that you need to be it's someone who is technical. patient and compassionate and Yeah. You need the ability to drive and sometimes you'll need to drive to unfamiliar places, so you'll need GPS. So a flat earther, for example, really can't do this job because GPS won't work on a flat earth. Maybe the guy on this morning was saying, well, obviously being a flat earther, when the day comes when we all get rounded up and forced to do our care work stint. Yeah, how am I going to get to my carey's house? I won't, I won't be able. I'll be absolved because of my weird views. Yeah. And this one was like, oh, maybe if I say I'm a flat earther, I'll be saved from one of the next dystopian policies. Sweet. Well, listen up, lady. Whatever dystopian policy you get saved from, there'll be another one right behind it waiting to suck you up because this is the world we live in. <laughs> Don't be so silly and simplistic. You're being unreasonable and naive. Oh. Yeah, I mean, everyone's... Na- everyone naive is, is quite a sweet way to put it, rather than actively harmful, uncaring of others, yourself, not thinking about other people. Yeah. Selfish and weird. Am I being unreasonable to think pretty Patel sounds a bit naive? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Am I being unreasonable? What would you think if you got an invite worded like this? So this was for a big night out. Think annual event where we usually get together with the same group of friends. Hi, event date at our place if you fancy joining us. Would be lovely to have you, but feel free to say no. Oh no, I got chills all over my body. Hells, this is how I phrase every invite that I ever send to anyone even if i'm asking a friend to the pub i'm like hey would you want to, you want to get a drink if you're free like don't worry about it if not feel free to say no well do you think this, this is place is about you yeah probably oh no that's how i phrase everything all the time is this bad am i bad am i cancelled well it's a very open question good i think no i think this is fine let people know they're free to say no. Because this is how I want to receive event invitations. There we go. That's what I was going to say. The point of this is how you would feel receiving it, not your motivation for sending it. I think those things are connected, but obviously intention is not the same as outcome. Yeah, it'd be great. I want to be invited to places, but I also don't want to feel like I'm letting someone down if I can't go. Yeah, so I think it's nice. if you fancy coming, that'd be great. If not, don't worry. Yeah, that's like, I phrase things like that as well. Because sometimes, you know when you make a casual suggestion to someone and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm extremely busy. And you're like, you didn't need to labour the point. It was a casual suggestion. Like, I'm not going to go home and have a cry about it. The more you labour this point, the more I think, I won't invite you anywhere again. You're just very busy and important, aren't you? Whereas if you say like, hey, do you fancy this? No worries if not. And they're like, oh, sorry, next time. That's great. That interaction is done and you can move on with your day. But is this OP condemning this kind of phrasing? So I think Is it bad? Some, do they feel like they don't actually want them to be there? I think the OP is just very anxious about the phrasing. I'm anxious about the inverse. I'm anxious about not phrasing something like that. So the thing that would make you anxious about this, I suppose, is if you did think it meant don't come. Yeah. And I suppose that depends on the person who sent it as well. Because obviously, if, if it's someone who always sends invites that look like this, then you'd be like, oh, sure. But if normally they're like, absolutely cannot wait to see you, babes. It's going to be a must attend. <laughs> and then this time they're like, hey, we're doing this like if you want, but no worries. Like, don't even bother. Like, it's totally fine. <laughs> then you would be like, oh, oh, this no. is out of character. Are Maybe they mad did... at me? What did I do? Is it because I ate their baby's wafers that time? <laughs> They look Barged so delicious. through the door, told them that the earth was flat, ate their baby's wafers, <laughs> <laughs> and then said, all your opinions about care work. If my brother had said, do you want to try one of these wafers when we were talking about it the other week, I would have eaten one of the wafers. Yeah, but But crucially, then he might have been mad at me. 
no, because if he'd made the offer... Yeah, but not expecting me to actually take it. Well, obviously he didn't want you to try one, which is why he didn't make the offer, so... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I saw those wafers. Um, oh, where was it? It was at the supermarket closest to my office, and I thought about getting some because I was a bit curious too. But I thought if I see any of my colleagues and they see me buying baby wafers, they'll think that I'm really weird. I think you're having a baby. Would they? That seems a leap, doesn't it? Like, why would the first thing you do before you <laughs> announce the pregnancy be start stocking up on wafers? You know, you go to the supermarket, you get a test, you get some wafers just in case. Yeah, and do you think they keep for that long? Well, maybe if you just get if you're at the point of just getting the test, you don't know how long it takes a baby to gestate, so you think it might be like that afternoon. No, no. You... I don't know. Maybe the school system let you down. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, if if for some reason I was peering into someone's basket and they had a pregnancy test and some baby wafers, I would assume they were checking whether they were pregnant again, as they already had a baby. I wouldn't that think that sense. they thought, oh, I better stock up on wafers just in case this is positive. I think I might be pregnant with a baby and the baby will need some wafers. <laughs> the baby will be hungry when it gets out. <laughs> the baby will want a snack. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's why I didn't buy any of the wafers. I should have bought the wafers and I should have texted you to be like, hey, got some baby wafers if you're interested in trying them. But like, no worries if you don't, like, feel free to say no. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't even worry. That is how I phrase everything as well. Like, I even sometimes phrase stuff like that at work where it's actually not optional at all. At work yesterday, I was writing an all-staff email asking for help with an event and the colleague who sits next to me who is excellent read the email and she was like oh my god why are you so grateful stop being so grateful to everyone take that out take that out take that out you know what don't even send this just go to people's desks and tell them you need them to come and I was like yeah face to face I would feel a lot more confident about doing this and she was like well, then why are you sending an email and why is it so groveling and I was like well, just in case they feel like they have to come and she was like but they do and I was like oh I don't want anyone to be don't want them worried. to feel like that <laughs> yeah What's the worst place to use this kind of phrasing? Start of ten, marriage proposal. <laughs> you want to sure get married, but no worries if not. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's good. Yeah, I think I've seen a reductress article along those lines. <laughs> was it a reductress article or was it just like someone actually did it? It's hard to say these days. I love you, but it's cool if you don't love me. It's cool. No worries. No worries at all. No yeah. pressure. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty weird. Yeah. If you're in the middle of giving birth, but you're saying to the baby, like, oh, I can't wait to meet you, but also, like, if you want to stay it's in cool there. It's cool if but... you want to stay. <laughs> like... like, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. Like... Just bring a bottle if you can. It's, it's all right. <laughs> but don't worry about it. Just yourself is good. This is totally how I phrase everything. Yeah, like, if you want to listen to this podcast, that's great. But if you don't, don't even worry about it. It's, it's fine. So... <laughs> I posted about this podcast on a Facebook group for a different podcast because something came up that was genuinely related. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the plunge. But I started the post with, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is like so gauche of me. So just ignore it if you want and feel free to delete it. But, and then a thing. And then again, I was like, sorry again. (laughs) Great. Listen to my podcast, which I promise you is good. But also I'm extremely sorry that it even exists. (laughs) It's about 30 minutes long, about 25 minutes of each episode is apologising. Yeah, you know, really sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it is, the sorry cast. Someone has said, I'd not read much into it, they're inviting you, but they're making it clear that it's an invite, not a summons. Yeah. Great. But then someone else has said, almost sounds like the actual invitations have gone out, and this is a secondary invite to boost numbers. No. 
I could be wrong, but it seems too short. And I wouldn't add the feel free to say no part. Almost like they added that in last. So it's the last thing you read. So the idea is planted in your head. No. Why would you send an invite to boost numbers, but then put a subliminal message not to come? Because that's not going to boost the numbers. Unless your overall objective was to boost the number of invites you sent out. No, that's what I'm afraid of everyone I'm sending my messages to thinking. That's the person I'm afraid of. Fortunately, they're on Mumsnet, so I'd never invite them to anything. Yeah. I might post on Mumsnet and be like, hey... (laughs) I've got a podcast if you want to listen to it, but then phrase it like this so everyone's like, they obviously don't want you to listen. Yeah. <laughs> and see if anyone actually bothers listening. We do not want you to listen. <laughs> we really don't. No. I was genuinely afraid that they would turn up at our live show at Christmas time. I, I honestly thought that we would get turfy hecklers at the live show. Sounds like a normal invite. In my circles, we're all busy and have very busy lives with working, children, caring for family oh, members, well, etc. Yeah, this sounds like stealth boast. So we like to try and ensure people can say no. Well, people can say no anyway. And also, all the things you're busy with sound really boring, so I wouldn't bother boasting about it. If you're like, in my circle of friends, we're all really busy because we all work at the equine circus and we're painting murals all over town and I've been making my own black pudding out of human blood as an artwork to talk about. Then I'd be like, okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) These are all things that make sense to, to brag about, whatever. But if you're just like... In my circle of friends, we all have jobs and families, so sometimes we all... I've recently been conscripted into care work, so I really can't come. I have to care for Eliza down the street. It's a boring thing to show off about, is what I'm saying. Boring. DOPs come back and say, it's not a drip feed, I just thought the extra bit at the end was odd. Why tell me I can say no? I know that. I guess. I mean, that, that sounds logical. It does, but I mean... It sounds reasonable, and she sounds very knowledgeable, but... <laughs> Well, someone has come back and responded to that, saying, you might know that, but judging by some of the threads on here, a lot of, a lot of others don't, and somehow feel obliged to go to invited events, even when they don't want to. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think a lot of people feel obliged to go to things that they get to invited to, and then are just annoyed that they're there. Like, just don't go, my dude. Yeah, you're just going to ruin it for everyone if you yeah. go along, and then you seize the whole time, and you're... Oh, oh, can't. When can we leave? When can we... Do we have to yeah. wait until the cheese and crackers? No, you can go now. Go save the cheese and crackers for me. Yeah. As a snack. They're the only snacks I'm allowed. Yeah. I only get to have snacks when there's visitors here. Snack bitch. (laughs) (laughs) One set of friends got the same invite, one didn't. Why have you been comparing this with everyone? The person sending the invite. No. You've gone too far into paranoia. Far too far. But, I mean, typical. Bad. Typical. Should we do one more speed round? Am I being unreasonable? Random dinner party. Help! Ideas for this crowd! It's cool if you can't make it. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> not not at all. Just bring a bottle. But don't worry about that either. We'll have enough for everyone. Just a Zinfandel and some baby wafers. Yeah. <laughs> Am I being unreasonable or just think you either have it or you don't when it comes to school? It's true. You either got it or you don't. Ooh, fire. Am I being unreasonable to be sick of racist comments? No. From the government? No. From Mumsnet? No. From anyone? No. What pointless thing to post about? The thing is, I bet if you click on that, people are like, yes, you are being unreasonable to be sick of racist comments. (laughs) Just people with valid economic concerns. Yeah. And am I being unreasonable to be proud of my parking? No. No, don't be scared. Be proud. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good message for everybody. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's hard to parallel park. And if you can do it, be proud. 
And Good if, work. if you aren't interested in driving, then just imagine we said something you are interested in where we said parallel park there. It's hard to do stuff. Be yeah. proud. Eat snacks. What have you done today okay. to make you so feel So thanks for proud. listening, everyone. Thanks for uh, sending in your threads this week. Yeah, I've been Heather Small. <laughs> and I've been Simon. I've got uh, a couple of reviews on take one. Awesome. Coming up as part of the Glasgow Film Festival. So look out for those. There's a review of a film where Denise Richards is in love with a T-Rex. Yep. Which is particularly choice. As I mentioned at the top, I'm currently on strike for UCU at the moment. So if you can show your solidarity online or by donating to the Fighting Fund or whatever, it's very much appreciated because it's a tough time for a lot of people in higher education at the moment. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Bye. Fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now.